Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Priority One Podcast. As always, I'm Caleb. I'm Andrew. And I'm Hoyt. Oh, Hoyt's mic was terribly clipping. Try that again, Hoyt. And I'm Hoyt. Ah, a little better. Should I move back from it? Nah. Nah? Nah, you're good. Um... I, Caleb, am running the episode today, so if the audio quality is garbage, all complaints can be sent to me, and I will financially reimburse everyone who has a complaint. I am Caleb Collins, and I stand by this statement. And I Hoyt. And I'm Andrew Van Eiderstein. I Hoyt, being one of the co-founders of this ministry, would like to remind everybody that... um, Every single dollar that we make is already redistributed to our listeners. So, I thought you were going to remind our viewers that you were a diabetic. I was just making observations. And I am exceptionally diabetic. One of the most, some may say. And now we're rolling again. Does Crap, this means I actually have to edit an episode... It's been a long time since I've had to do that because we've been really good about not saying horrendous things, horrendous things, and just <laughs> yeah. The Patreon's been hurting recently because they haven't gotten any good quality content. There's something for them. amazing yeah. today. Let oh, me tell man. you what. Remember, if you want to join the Patreon, you know when all this burns down and Friday One Podcast just ends in 50 years because I'm sure we'll never stop. We will release every thing I've said, yeah. and like Caleb said, that Andrew said. Yeah. Hoyt, I hope you never aspire to be a politician. No. That's good. I don't care. <laughs> so, because uh, we do have to talk about it, there will only be a few regular Priority One podcasts. Like for, for like we'll have we'll we'll have reunion episodes and stuff, and you'll see us pop up in your timeline every now and then in the future. But as far as the semi regularly weekly podcast um we're probably gonna be moving on from that here in the next few weeks or so you know what i smell Teen what do you smell uh, freedom <laughs> yeah andrew's like praise god from whom all blessings flow <laughs> make you yeah. want to kick a fat kid at kmart every time <laughs> every baby. time when caleb texts me and says hey is that episode up yet and i'm elbows deep in a project and it was like i totally have an hour to spend listening through this episode to post it let's go yeah. yeah um we only have a few weeks left of this but luckily for you we've got like a year's worth of weeks of episodes out there basically at this point so at this back. point you could go back and listen to all of them yeah boy welcome, welcome back. back you know I'm so glad that you probably gleaned so much information from all of that. Yeah. Anyway, uh, probably one book club. What we've all grown up. We've all grown a year uh-huh. waiting for them to come back. That's, <laughs> yeah. Caleb um, has missed the entirety of his first semester at seminary <laughs> and almost all of a second. <laughs> um. And Hoyt is still working on that communications degree. <laughs> And I, Andrew Van Eiderstein, being a week and a half away from graduating with a mechanical engineering degree, have thrown that into the wind. (laughs) (laughs) All because we've sat in this room and waited for you, our dear listener, to finish all those episodes. Yeah. I exaggerate. It's probably only like two days of episodes. I wonder, 
I'm going to go and like look at an Excel spreadsheet and figure out how much, how many hours of podcasts we have uploaded between, between. Oh, Andrew raised his hand. More than one. Well, thank you, Andrew. I would say it's at least three days. Okay, so but like between including the Ramblons, Trevor's Trivia, all the bonus episodes, and the book club, and a city in the valley, which is going to drop soon. Um, I wonder like what 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 will the runtime be? You know, we'll see. Four days. Fifty-four hours. That's probably not a bad guess. No, it's definitely more than that. Ah, uh, maybe not. We've got some short episodes out there. Mm. Even with the book club episodes, man, that's that's not a bad guess at all, Andrew. Book club is a separate Spotify account; does not count unless it helps my estimate. Then it counts, but I wasn't <laughs> considering that. Yeah. All right. So Anyways. I uh, do, doing my little hashtag daily prophetic thing on Twitter for mm. today's heresy. Uh, Apostle Lucille. This is a new one. Is that BB King's guitar? <laughs> <laughs> Apostle Lucille. Is that a Gibson ES-335 <laughs> profile picture? She tweeted, Hosea 4.6, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. And then she said, the foundation of Christ is laid by living apostles. Join us today. Wait, take it away, good buddy. <laughs> I'm not even sure where to go with this. I don't either. I I see no correlation between the verse that she quoted, Hosea 4, 6, and what she said. I I think she just assumes that the (laughs) apostles, everyone online, note the air quotes I just made, are the modern-day apostles alive today think they know everything and... Kind of sounds like the you know the old religious leaders who are like, ah, follow us. We know all yeah. what's best. Let us interpret everything for you and tell you exactly how to live. Okay, so this that's is, never gone wrong this before. This is the whole verse. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge because you have rejected knowledge. I reject you from being a priest to me, and since you have forgotten the law of, of your God, I also will forget your children. Why okay. do you have to bring the context into this? It makes it all make sense. <laughs> <laughs> that made it make more sense. <laughs> I, makes it it makes it make what she said make less sense. So yeah, it makes more sense. <laughs> yeah, in that light, yeah. No, I, this is one of those things that Mike Winger has done a lot of good work on this, and you've heard me fanboy over Mike Winger over the course of this podcast. I I'm a wingerist. I'm you're a wingerist. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up! You can't leave. I didn't say that. I didn't say oh that I knew a mic. Oh, my gosh. Y'all just okay. got to use y'all's imagination. Okay. He's done a really good job dealing with apostolic, modern-day apostolic movement or whatever. Yes. As far as a lot of them will say something like, you can't touch the Lord's anointed, and they'll use the illusion of David refusing to kill Saul back in the Old Testament, um, if you read First Samuel. And like, yeah, you can't touch the Lord's anointed. But that shows a bigger picture of um, how they preach the way they preach because they're looking at it from touch not the Lord's anointed, but they're looking at it from don't um, critique me. Exactly. Yeah. And not not don't murder me. But all of this to say, 
these people hold themselves up on such a higher pedestal as far as I'm the one with the quote-unquote revelations that God has given me. And those are greater than anything we may see in Scripture. That's something that gets brought up a lot, is uh, especially like in Mormonism, is new revelation trumps old revelation. Mm-hmm. And we see that kind of thing here when apostles like Apostle Lucille, who I, I admittedly know nothing about, um, said that the foundation of Christ is laid by living apostles. The foundation of Christ. So I'm, I'm assuming what she's getting at is the foundation of Christ being the, the is, she, is she getting at the church? I mean, like the church is, the foundation yeah. of the church is laid that by living track. apostles? Yeah. Okay, but that, the foundation of Christ, that doesn't even make sense. I, I don't even know where to go with this. I, I don't either. Is living apostles? Is living apostles? Okay, you you could make the claim that living apostles are the foundation for the church, but not the foundation of Christ. So living apostles are supporting Christ, is what she's saying. The foundation supports whatever it's holding. It's like the foundation of this house supports the house. So the apostles support Christ. Christ. I, I thought when she said living apostles, she meant apostles who are alive today. Yes, think, like yes. Herself mm-hmm. who are the fake. But the living apostles are the ones that are supporting Christ. I don't understand. So there's a big like irreverence for God and his ability to support himself. He's never needed us for anything. Yeah. Um, I don't know. This is this is probably really bad. What's here? Because there's nothing interesting here. No, it's, it's extremely heretical. Yeah, I, I read something the other day, and I don't remember where, but um. What was it? Oh, producer Hoyt, Hoyt's, Hoyt's doing the thank you thank. He's using the, 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 the noggin muscle. The noggin muscle, also known as the brain. Yes. Um, I think it was First Corinthians. Pause. Pause, pause, pause. It's also not a muscle. It's a lucky is. For those who hear me say S-L-O-K-S, that is Spanish for it's what it is. So, <laughs> you ever hear me go, it's a look it is, it's, it's what it is. For the context, the, the brain is a bundle of neurons and gray matter, not muscle. Not to be confused with blue matter. Blue matter is what's in blueberries. Is that a real thing? No. Oh. <laughs> Shows you what I know, honestly. Oh my gosh. It was. I'm looking here on my Bible app. Um, Oh, wait. I'm about to click on hashtag Jesus calling. Oh, do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. It's just a bunch of people tweeting from their daily readings in Jesus calling. By the mm-hmm. way, don't read Jesus calling. Sarah Young wrote it. And Mike Winger, who has done a lot of good work on this book as well this daily devotion so the, the idea is that jesus calling is written from the perspective of jesus and he's 
writing you basically a little letter every day for you to read, a little note to encourage you and to guide you throughout your day. So Sarah Young wrote this and she channeled the Holy Spirit. Now, the whole process of channeling is comes from witchcraft. Channeling itself is inherently demonic. It's a very demonically written book. You know, and, and I mean, there's a lot of tr true stuff in there, but I mean, the devil comes disguised as an angel of light. If there's no truth in there, nobody's going to buy the book. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, um, I can't find it, but um, it was talking about. Um, so don't read Jesus Calling, please. Yeah. And it was in First Corinthians, and it was talking about like spiritual blessings and everything. And I think it was like. Um, Like while these people like might have great gifts given by the Holy Spirit, if they don't have yeah. love, it's it's like a clashing symbol, not not good for anything, you know. So while these people, let's just give them the benefit of the doubt. They're, they're modern day apostles. Let's just say it, and they're using that for whatever. But um, it had to do with like their um, integrity and their character. Which I've never found any to have like really good integrity or in character. Yeah. I don't know. I'd find it and show you. But anyway, Jesus calling. Yeah. I, I didn't intend to go on a tear about Jesus calling, but while I am, don't read it. It's. Yeah. Uh, th th there's. What are we talking about? We're the, talking about Jesus calling, Andrew. The origins of it aren't the greatest. I didn't hear what you said. What are we talking about? The Bible? No, not yet. We'll get there. Andrew asked, we're talking about the Bible. And I said, no, not yet, but we'll get there. Yeehaw. Uh, <laughs> the origin's not the greatest. It's like the Enneagram. While it might be fun to read or learn about, it's... Well, there may be some truth in there. Might be some truth in there. It's not the best. It's not inherently a good thing. It's not something to wing your personality off of. Yeah. But for Jesus Calling and Apostle Leanne, what's your verdict, good buddy? What'd she even say about it again? I'm sorry. I, she she's she's the one that said um what you mean apostle lucille lucille yeah i don't yeah. know i said leanne but lucille yeah as far as and, uh, and, uh, the the foundation of christ is modern day apostles and uh like no it's a hard no for me yeah what that means like, i don't know what there that are means. no living living capital a apostles there's some little a apostles we've got missionaries but exactly. no capital A. Do your due diligence. Apostles. Um, and for Jesus Calling. No, no. don't do it. Just don't do it. I'm not even going to go on that one myself because Justin Peters has also done a really good job covering this topic as well. There's a lot of really good stuff out there. I'm going to ask you to go look into it because they'll do a better job of it than I will. Mm -hmm. um, but Hoyt and I have... Just a quick topic that we kind of wanted to talk about. Oh, yeah. So, Hoy was scrolling on. Was that on the TikToks? It was the, on the TikToks, yeah. Or the Instagram Reels. Should we play it for him? It's a, it's a long it's video. Long, it's but Matthew McConaughey is. Was he preaching somewhere? I don't know if he was preaching or what. It sounded sermony. It was. So, for context, I my, my first. He's reading scripture. Yeah. It was the beginning of the episode of the video, and mm -hmm. I thought that it was just like AI generated Matthew McConaughey reading the Bible, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, I'm going to read, I'm going to 
listen to the entire Bible if, math, if they can AI Matthew McConaughey's voice. Mm-hmm. Um, but he is. It's pre- I'm, I'm assuming he's talking about from First Corinthians, where it talks about there are many members of the body. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's the one. So Paul's writing to the Corinthians about, um, you know, what what is to the foot say to the hands? And if I'm not a hand, then I'm not worthy, or this, that, and the other. Matthew McConaughey is talking about that passage of Scripture and doing a fairly decent job of it, from what I could tell. Like everything he said was true and genuine, and he did a good job of illustrating the point that uh, Scripture is making. But it just raises the question. Matthew McConaughey is a phenomenal actor. Mm-hmm. But to what degree do we value his celebrity in the church unnecessarily and the, the reach that he may have when he also uses that reach for some... <sighs> Not too God honoring stuff. When when he he does some pretty raunchy stuff with his celebrity, you know. What do we make of that? The yeah. same can be said for someone like Chris Pratt. Mm-hmm. Um, both of these guys, when just any um, like celebrity in general, right? Like a Justin Bieber. You've seen yeah. like probably tons of stuff on him, but yeah, sorry. I mean, but I think I think of like Chris Pratt when he's receiving his generation something award from MTV, I think, and uh, he gives his nine pieces of advice, and five of them are all about faith and prayer and uh, loving God, this, that, and the other. Awesome, great stuff, and I really appreciate that. And Matthew McConaughey, when he accepts his Oscar, he says the number one reason why he does all this and why he's successful is because of God. Great, awesome. But when he he won that Oscar. For Dallas Buyers Club, where he was portraying a drug addict who had AIDS, who, you know, I mean, I mean, not not a, a very savory role, you know. So to see him receive that award for portraying that character, and then saying that in his speech, while like saying that in his success speech, may, may, I appreciate it, but at the same time. At what point do we have to call into question how much do we need to value these guys' opinion and value their reach? Because it'd be super easy to flip that on its head and be like, hey, you want me to live this God-honoring lifestyle, but you know, Chris Pratt and Matthew McConaughey in these movies, they don't do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To a degree, it's acting, but like if you're cussing up a storm, you're cussing up a storm either way, whether you're acting or not. You know, mm-hmm. so I, I don't, I just don't know what to do here. And um, a thing I, I, we talked about this earlier with all that is when they're getting these acceptance speeches, and you even hear them talking about it. I have Matthew McConaughey is kind of the exception, but. Um, you do also have to look like look at their lifestyles and everything. And this isn't us being like um, legalistic or anything by any means, but you know, God does work in some ways, and then um, to change lifestyles, and like that's kind of the whole point. You know, you're reverting your ways, but um, 
without the Chris Pratt thing. Uh, and that acceptance speech is the only issue I take with it. Is people can talk about God. You don't hear many people talking about Jesus, though. It's true. You smell what I'm stepping in? Yeah. And that's the issue I take. Like, while you might talk about God and have some God talk, and uh, he talks about prayer and the thing, too, and having faith. And um, And be careful with your soul. Yeah, sure. But uh, who do you want taking care of your soul? Right. I mean, a lot of people go, have a lot of definitions for God. Right. Let's go back to Romans ten nine. You know, if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, mm-hmm. like that's an integral part of salvation. Mm-hmm. I can believe in God, and Roman. Yeah. I mean, uh, James two says that even the demons believe and they shudder, but the demons have not proclaimed Christ as Lord. Mm-hmm. You know that there. There's the distinction there. Right. So. And this is this isn't. I, I don't want to call into pl- question their salvation. No, I'm not going to do that's that. That's not what we're doing. Uh, we, I would think you're probably what you're getting at, and what I want uh, for everyone who has a platform to speak the name of Jesus is because, like, there are unbelievers or people who are nominal Christians listening to you and look up to you. Right, and we talked about First Corinthians eight on the podcast last week, as far as mm-hmm. The issue of I'm not going to do certain things around new believers because I don't want to offend mm-hmm. their conscience, and then they need to be able to trust their conscience later on down the road. Uh, if you want to hear about that, you can listen to last week's episode. We'll wait. Welcome, Welcome back. back. But and like, like you're saying, like this isn't a question their salvation thing, but these are very influential people. Mm-hmm. And to what degree do I need to? alert other believers like hey not saying these guys aren't believers but these are not the role models that you need to model everything after necessarily you don't need to live off of chris bratt's theology right but in an ideal world i wouldn't have to say that yeah in an ideal world in an ideal world i wouldn't have to say that like we're called to live lives above reproach we're called to strive for holiness Mm mm-hmm it's almost like we shouldn't model our lives after anyone on this earth, but you know Jesus Christ. Right. Well, th- this is true, but when Paul says, imitate me as I imitate Christ, we need to take the same attitude. We need to imitate Christ mm-hmm. ourselves so that others can imitate us and with a clear conscience, you know? And, like, part of that is, in a weird way, they aren't claiming to be a pastor, so they really aren't held to this higher standard as much but mm. to like their personal conscience well it should bother them if they then go and accept this role to portray this lifestyle or yeah. even go out and live this lifestyle and that's something they've got to deal with like like what you're saying i don't think it's correct to call their faith into question because even him standing on stage and saying go oh, i owe everything to god for like what i've done well that can get someone questioning about well, what's this he's talking sure. about and like that that video a lot of people are being exposed to decent christian teaching there's nothing wrong there's nothing they said in that video is wrong mm-hmm. all right so not at all solid christian teaching but you're saying it's hey. it's just then my my concern would be 
that they would try to model their lifestyle after that person's lifestyle exactly. and not after their faith. I mean, they live very attractive lifestyles. Mm-hmm. And when or, someone like Tim McGraw, who, who you know says he's a says he's a Christian, uh, portrays someone that's an alcoholic in a movie, he's not actually getting drunk mm-hmm. for that scene. But when there's a, 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 a scandalous scene in a film, there are, are scandalous things that are actually happening, you know? Like, you can only fake that so much. And when you're cussing up a storm, you're actually doing that. You're not just acting. So... Mm-hmm. I was going to give out the uh, the TikTok page uh, that the video was on for Matthew mm-hmm. McConaughey, but uh, I saw a Joyce Meyer video, so maybe you should go find that one for yourselves. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Just look up... Uh, maybe just look up, like, Matthew McConaughey talking about um, the body of Christ. Yeah. That would be a good search bar. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or even, you think about, like, uh, Denzel Washington, too. He's... he's He's taken milder and milder roles as he's gotten older. I've noticed mm-hmm. his roles have gotten. If you watch some of the stuff from when he was younger, he was a little more flamboyant. But as he's gotten older, the roles that he's taken on have been more mild mannered. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I don't. Same kind of thing. You know, I ultimately like what it boils down to is. Who do you want influencing uh, the way that you live your lifestyle? And that that should be a very select number of individuals to begin with. But when there are these Christians in the very public eye, then <sighs> it, it, just, it gets weird and it gets mm-hmm. tough. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Who's I your wish- daddy, Gary? Huh? Who's your daddy, Gary? You are. Now let me ask you this question: Is this your team, or is this your daddy's team? Yours. Yours. <laughs> Shout out! Remember the Titans. Sorry, I watched that uh, the other night with a friend. I just yeah. saw I saw a tweet that um, was like, "Yeah, all you girls can love Ryan Gosling, but he was an absolute liability at cornerback." And remember the Titans. Oh my gosh, <laughs> dude was getting burnt every he play. He was getting blistered. Um. So I, like, like we said, this is this. The purpose of this episode is not to call into question the salvation of Mm-mm. Christians that are in the spotlight per se, but just to, and or even to necessarily like discount whatever stuff they may say. Because if you if you look at Matthew McConaughey's day to day life, it may not look too much different from no. your, you know, normal normal Christian daily life it may not i don't really know what he does on a day-to-day basis yeah. i don't think he smokes weed anymore <laughs> that'd be a good start but i said i don't know but um he i mean i know he's married with a family and all that mm-hmm. but I, his day-to-day life may be great i don't know but just be careful this this is broad spectrum be careful as far as who influences your lifestyle influences your faith and as far as what decisions that may cause you to make down the road mm-hmm. always weigh that kind of thing against scripture instead of weighing it against the actions of others yeah also uh, this is nothing against them but i would just and this all 
I think magnifies a bigger picture of what we need in the church because Chris Pratt's uh, pastor, at least it was at one point. I don't know if he still goes to this church or not. But Carl Lentz. No, no it was one of his friends, though, Chad Veach. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, Chad isn't as wild with his theology as Carl Lentz is, but it's still not desirable. And um, not the most biblical sound, as we've talked about before, but uh, yeah, that's just, we need more Bible-based preachers preaching, so they send out better disciples. So if an actress like this walks into their church, or actor walks into their church, um, they're not going to get something that's just kind of soft or uh, fluff. They're going to get the Bible, and they're going to be encouraged from that to go share that. Right. And that is the message. Like First uh, Corinthians 2, 2, For I am determined to know nothing, know nothing among you except Jesus Christ and Him crucified. Right. Bada-bing, bada-boom. Yeah. So that's just kind of the gist of today's episode. Be careful who you draw your influence from. Kind of a shorter episode, but, you know, we don't have, they don't have to be an hour long. So, anyway, guys, this has been a fun, short, quick little thing. I mean, how long was that? Like 30, 20 minutes? 30 ish minutes. Probably 35 after Crazy. Andrew puts it all together. Crazy. But yeah, do some uh, research of this on your own. Actually, while we're talking about this, I watched a clip, <laughs> a video of funny Kanye moments. Oh, Lord of mercy. <laughs> and, um, Exhibit A as to why you should be very careful. Yeah, and then as can, far as then draw, kind of letting about his celebrities influence yeah. Christianity in general. Yeah, but he was on the uh, the Joe Rogan podcast, and he was in the middle of a sentence, and he goes, "Yeah." And so I was talking, just blank stare. I'm, I'm narrating Hoyt's expressions right now. I just said a prayer. <laughs> That's what I said. <laughs> Oh, it was so funny. I just died. And Joe Rogan's just like looking at him like, yeah. Just real squint-eyed. Like yeah, yeah, it was Joe so Rogan, funny. dude, your crazy face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a very distinct face. It really is. It really is. But yeah, do do, the, do your research on your own. Um, again, like we said, just to case that's enough, like we're not questioning these men's salvation by any means, but um, there is a point of discerning what's right and wrong then there's a, a point of discerning what's right and what's almost right. We're not saying you have to be perfect in everything you absolutely mm-hmm. say, but there needs to be some level of truth that you were upholding. Right. Uh, and I love that line, discerning between what's right and what's almost right. There's a lot of that, and we talked about earlier, Jesus calling. Right. There's right. a lot of Christianese in there that sounds appealing to mm-hmm. the eye. Sounds appealing to the eye? Sounds appealing to the ear. It looks yeah. appealing to the eye. Mm-hmm. And That feels appealing to the toes. <laughs> I don't know what I just said. I mean, it's ten thirty. Tastes tastes sweet to the nostrils. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you're diabetic, then it's savory. You want it to be mm-hmm. savory, not sweet. Mm-hmm. And you can hear taste. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, my point is, don't take a picture of salad and put it on Twitter. All right, this has been a good episode of the Priority One Podcast. <laughs> As usual, I'm Hoyt. As usual, I'm Caleb. I'm Andrew. We'll Andrew's talk doing homework you some other time. May not be next week, but you know, whenever. Catch you later. We love you. Bye.